Episode 100 of That Comic Smell podcast is dedicated to Ian Kennedy and Stephen Walsh. Thank you for everything. Welcome. <sighs> to That Comic Smell Podcast. David Robertson, Fernando Pons, Mike Sadaka, and Tom Stewart. Anyway, I think we have something to celebrate today. Mm. I know, 100th episode. What? Yeah. Do you know, just as a episode. Just as I got to the back door, I, th- I went to knock and I thought, oh, I should have got a cake. <laughs> but, but I didn't. So it was too late. One handed, that comic is mail. Mm. 100 episodes. Um, we celebrated five years of the podcast by starting the podcast. We were meeting before that as well. Yeah. But it's the 100th, 100th episode. Yeah. I mean, there was, there's been episodes in. <clears throat> Episodes I've counted in the run, obviously, where I've done interviews and stuff, but we've done that many meetups and going outs and everything that we're mm. well, we're well past it anyway. You know what I mean? So good, so we can hopefully offend each other. <laughs> you bum face. Well, David's not the only one that made a purchase. Mm. A book I mentioned not long ago. I'm really happy to have got my hands on this. Oh, well done, mate. Unfortunately, it's in French. Yeah, but, but still. the artwork is what... Oh, what that's really the one that you've been going on it's for like, ages. Yeah, it is 12 volumes, though, but I've, I absolutely love the look of it. Amazing, buddy. It was an Amazon capture. Good, good. From the UK? Yeah. All right. You can get all of them from the UK. But they're just in French. Yeah. Yeah. And I find it strange, obviously, with 12 volumes and all the hard work they've put into it, it's been on the go for so long, and they still haven't translated it. Yeah. And it makes me wonder how many other other, uh, books in France that haven't been translated, because I know the French are really big on some, a lot of graphic novels, and I told someone about this recently, and he sent me this, uh, (laughs) all these photos of other French novels that hadn't been translated. Tons of graphic mm, novels yeah. and comics that we don't we don't they, we don't see in here in the UK at all or in, even in the American market. It's just a case loads of loads and loads. It's just a case of a publisher picking them up and they just they just don't, which is sad and annoying. There's <laughs> loads of stuff we don't get. I mean, that, I mean new, that new Pakaroka one, you, th- you would have thought that that would have been getting translated by now, especially with Panagraphics having them, but no. no. Instead, they've opted for doing the Pearl of the 
but was it the black oh god I can't remember what it is the treasure of the black swan yeah that's being translated yeah. that's coming later this year yeah. but they've not done the the newest one that basically is part of a a, a trilogy in a way with yeah. the, the house and everything and yes we still didn't do it I was like what that doesn't make any sense I mean from the commercial point of view I can see why because I think when are the cartoonists come on commercially yeah. really well <laughs> if you if you compare the the treasure of the black pearl and and then the latest one mm-hmm. what's it called again uh, El, El Rosso or something like that I'm making that wrong I'm sorry I'm just getting my, my mind is blank yeah. but this it's very personal mm-hmm. from that point of view and whereas the Digital Black Pearl is based on a real story mm-hmm. and it's very Tintin-esque in, yeah. in certain ways I remember you saying and yeah. actually they've done a TV series oh really Spain has been produced uh, they've done a TV series because when I was in October mm. in Spain I saw an advert on TV it was titled something else and then I thought that <laughs> looks familiar it's something that was coming yeah. and then I saw the trailer and it's based on the story of based on the graphic novel of Paco Roca and the writer etc mm. so they're doing something about it as well so I don't know if there's any relation to that I still find it odd I mean look at the house you wouldn't have thought that would have been one of the first ones that they would have translated out of this catalog yeah. but it was and then it's just been odd. It's been odd picks since then. You know what I mean? But you know. Anyway, that's just one example. Oh, yeah, but there's tons of stuff that they don't. We don't get here, or we don't get in English. There's tons and tons. You'll see a lot of it in Spain, though. Yeah. In Spain, we get a fair amount, mm-hmm. and still there's a lot of material from France and Belgium Ooh. we don't get. Um, but because then you have. A limited market. Um, so the editors in Spain, they have to really pick and choose what they think is going to be more successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, if it's successful in France and Belgium, well, there's a chance that it'll be successful in Spain. But that does, doesn't always work that way. Sometimes a comic that is very successful in France and Belgium and Spain kind of passes by they publish a couple of books and it's not mm-hmm. that successful and the editor says well you know we haven't sold that many so we need to move on and they just pick something else <coughs> but at least they pick something else <coughs> whereas well, yeah. here it's more well we've tried a graphic novel and they're not Right, right. So we're done with graphic novels. Then well, nobody's buying yeah. them. Yeah, <laughs> that's no. Remember certain. Jonathan Kate about ten years ago? They were bringing out quite a few things. Yeah, they were, and they're off the, the radar now. And apparently, it was down to one person that worked there was interested, but then they left and got a different job. That's what people are talking about. In Spain, I have to say that you always have normal comics working. He's been doing it for decades, mm. publishing comics and. There are other uh, companies that are doing that, that there are a lot of comics uh, from France, Italy, Belgium. But there's also new 
publishers appear. Mm-hmm. And in the last few years, there's few of them who have um, introduced lots of uh, series and collections from France, from Belgium, from Italy, and the Spanish market. Mm-hmm. And they've been successful. Um, and maybe the publishers or people working there, or editors, or people who had experience working in another publisher previously, mm-hmm. and you know, and that kind of moves around and just goes around, and, and they have their own project, and that seems to be working. Certainly in the last years, I think, in Spain, there's been a revival in the comics as well. Mm-hmm. Um, although it's not in all the news agents, it's certainly the graphic novel comic shops are important and they are big and yeah. they are providing a lot and there's a lot of media as well they, they work online as well providing in youtube in other podcasts mm. you know so trying to promote comics to sell comics to uh, meet authors to listen to the fans mm-hmm. as well so they are creating that sort of feedback as well so that sort of seems to be working well uh, not always as good as they would expect but yeah, yeah, they are yeah. doing there is movement there is you know rumbles and action and things are happening so that's that's what you want yeah but, um, that Jonathan Cape thing where you just didn't really thinking What's what are they up to now well no I don't, I don't know what they're up to now but I I was looking at all my all my comics upstairs and a large bunch of them were Jonathan Cape Hmm. And the funny thing about it was that the Jonathan Cape logo was the Fantagraphics logo. Hmm. It was the Daniel Clowes shield, the Fantagraphics shield, but instead of Fantagraphics, it had Jonathan Cape yes. across it. Oh, yeah. So were they like just the publishing arm for, in UK for the Fantagraphics from it? That's what, That's I, what thought. I thought yeah. originally. But then all of a sudden... I just thought they were prepped. Just cherry picking. There was a time about ten years ago they were going, Oh, look at everything that's been published in the last right, twenty okay. years over in America. Right, we'll have that, we'll have that, we'll have Black Hole, we'll yeah, have that. Yeah, yeah. because yeah, it was Ghost World that was mm-hmm. the main one that I saw and thought Yeah. That's where I recognise that shield from. It's not Things from that fan graphics. graphics spent decades bringing out selling like two thousand copies of each issue mm-hmm. but just kept with it. And then it was finished, and then Jonathan Cape was like, yeah, we'll do that. There's right, we'll do okay. a big book of that. And obviously, Fantagraphics are going, yeah, right, because they're getting a cut from the UK market then as well. Well, Fantagraphics are no like Marvel. <clears throat> they publish it for you, but they didn't own it. Daniel Klaus still owns it. Yeah, if, oh, he yeah. fe- if he felt like taking it to Jonathan Cape instead of bringing the book up with him, he went and did it. Mm. There, was a lot, there was a lot of issues about that around about the time. So what about the shield? I mean, that's fun. Of graphics, fucking uh, logo. I don't know. A different. No, I, I, do you know what? I don't know, but I would imagine somebody at Jonathan Cape just thought, "Hey, I like the look of that." Uh, Swipe. And, and what are fun of graphics gonna do? It's his. It's his font as well. Though. That's the only thing. Or maybe he designed it for them. Yeah, because it's it's instead of the instead of it being white and black, it's black and red, and it's his it's his font with Jonathan Cape across it. Um, mm. And then they had that weird one that was like the, it looked like flowers or a basket of fruit or whatever with JC on it. I mean, has Clubs done anything for Fantagraphics f- for years? Fuck no. I don't, I don't think know. he has, is he? No, I don't he's, think so. He's like moved on now. To I, think that's why, I think that's why they went with a new logo. Right. Personally, oh, I yeah. think that's what Maybe. I would have done if, you're, if, you're, if your logo is made by a guy that literally isn't making anything for you. 
Would you not be like, mm, nah. well, maybe. Then again, is the eight ball collection not put out? See, they'll have dibs on that because yeah. they publish an old stuff. So they can technically mm-hmm. still say Daniel Klaus puts out. Oh yeah, work with us. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Whatever. It's the same with Pete Bagley, isn't it? He goes off to Drawn and Quarterly and does yeah. all these books, and then they just put out a bunch of reprints, and it's. Yeah. Peter Bag with Fantagraphics, you know what I mean? It's like, well, not really. It's like Hernandez brothers were kind of unusual because they, they kind of mostly stuck with Fantagraphics. They have, yeah. 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 There's, one of the, there's another one, though, that puts stuff out with Jonathan Cape. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh. Yeah. Okay. It was like offshoot stuff as well. So it was yeah. like you had Love and Rockets collections being put out by Titan or whatever. Yeah. And the issues and the volumes put out by Fantagraphics. Sure. And then just a story that was in Love and Rockets put together in a book under a different title and called put out through Jonathan Cape like I hate when they do that yeah like for example <laughs> not that not that it is a not that this was one of them it wasn't one of them because I can't think of one that came out through Jonathan Cape but say it was like Gilbert Hernandez um, a Maria M or something like that that would say that was out throughout three volumes of Love and Rockets they would take Maria M and put it into one big book. Maria M put out through yeah. Jonathan Cape, and it's like yeah. Yeah. Maria M did come out as one big thing, but it, yeah. but that was I think that was intended as that yeah. anyway. But still, you know what I mean? It was just odd. It's just strange. It's just flash. Really <laughs> <laughs> Diffuse the situation. Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, is that Boba Fett? Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. It's not. It's not a t-shirt. Well, you can get it in a t-shirt. It's a long-sleeved. Uh, oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, it's just odd. Publishing stuff's weird, though, man. I, d- I can't. I just can't stay on top of it at all. When people are like, "Oh, so and so publisher put out such and such," I'm like, I don't. I don't care. <laughs> um, am I allowed to just get my uh, hundred done first? And Please? I promise you, I will be. Very quick. Is it going to be none? <laughs> there is substance there. Yeah. I was much of the same, to be honest. I, I, I knew ones that had done 100s. I knew ones that I, 100 issues that I had read because I looked them up and went, I have read that 100%. Do I have them? No. No, not at all. <laughs> I tried to get Alan Henderson to tell me what ish, strip 100 was. Uh, because I couldn't figure out what order the books were in. I was like, oh, what, what strip is it? And he does have them numbered on his Tumblr, but mm-hmm. it, it wouldn't get mm-hmm. 100. I thought I wouldn't find it. Mm-hmm. So I messaged him and said, oh, what's, what's number 100? What book's it in? And he hasn't got back to me. So I was like, oh, shit. But I'll, I'll have read it. <laughs> well, seeing as I've snatched the first, first spot today, I shall tell you that my entire total of issue 100s is in my hand. <laughs> and not just any any occasion, it was when we went to Glasgow and I got my free Street Fighter comic, <laughs> which has Scratch 100 on it. So I'm fairly convinced this is my only actual 100th issue. I do... I didn't bring any graphic novels. I did have 100 in uh, Journey into Fantasy... Uh, Journey into Fantasy... Uh, uh, the journey into mystery uh, with Thor in the Thor Essentials. You know the the big oh, yeah. black and white ones. Because yeah, but I, I thought I thought yeah, I'll just um, I'll just stick with actual one hundred just because 
I was kind of under the impression you what would have lots and lots of original uh, yes yeah, so. providing us in the WhatsApp group few of them yeah <laughs> lunchtime lunchtime that's right. that's right we've been rereading a lot of things very nice but this the, the, the highlight for me is uh, in one of the early pages where you see this uh, boxer who has the uh, the sort of mustachio I was mentioning oh, yeah. on the forehead he's actually based on Chris Eubank yeah, but he's... This guy here. Um, oh. God, I forgot his name. I forgot his name as well, otherwise yeah, I would have leapt in there. Not, it's not going to come back to me either. Oh. Bollocks. But it's easy to find, I mean. Yeah. But it's funny, his picture there, he's got him drinking a cup of tea in one big boxing glove, and with the other boxing glove, he's got a saucer balanced on it. Yeah, I don't remember it from a Street Fighter. Well, I only played Street Fighter 2 many um, decades ago. It's he was amazing. one of the later characters. Cause there's loads of, if you look at the back of that comic, you'll see a picture of, um, it on back inside. You'll see what's uh, uh next page, I think. Yeah, like... Uh, well, nah, the one before that. There we are. At the time, that was all the Street Fighters that were around. Uh, there's actually a lot more now. Was My Kylie Minogue a Street Fighter? Yes. Uh, Kami's uh -huh. got a little yeah. picture in there somewhere. Yeah, I remember yeah. the trailer. Yeah. Do you know what's the who film? Was the, who was the boy in it? No, Jean-Claude Van Damme was the in film. it. The film, in the movie. Yeah, yeah that's, it, that's the yeah. movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what Kylie Minogue was in. Yeah, Jean-Claude Van He was meant to be... Also, guy. was that Finish Him? Is that, is that what Street Fighter is? That's Mortal Kombat. Oh, yeah. oh, right. I've run out of stuff now. That's violent. Kylie Minogue and Finish Him, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it finally was... Friendship was in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Or K.O. <laughs> yeah, but I think that was a computer game. Joke! <laughs> no. Sonic! Boom! Yeah, my personal favourite is always I do, I never know what they're saying, but it's always when he goes. Oh, is that the Bruce Lee one? Huh? That's Maki Simpoyaku. That's the brother you go. The spinning bird kick. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Oh yeah, the infamous Chun Li in the shower in the animated film. Oh yeah, I remember that. Chun Li and guy and Blanca Vega. The, the names that got switched, they were afraid of getting sued Rio, by Mike Tyson. Ken, Balrog, so then Bison became Vega. Bison, yes. And then Balrock. Well, so as in like, you oh. shall not pass! <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny thing is, see, they had a Mike Tyson character and they called him Mike Bison. Yeah. But they were afraid Tyson might sue Capcom. So they had the evil arch-villain who wore red, he was called Vega, mm. so they changed his name around. So Vega, strangely enough, Balrock became Vega, Balrock mm. was the matador, then the boxer became Balrock, and then the dictator, who later uh, uh, Gomez Adams, yeah, in a way, played. So he did, yeah, yeah. that was him. Raul... Um, yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. But he did well, really he, became, he became Ed Bison. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's right, well done, Dave. Coming to the rescue. <laughs> Adam's family. Great fun. Adam's family values. Angelica Houston. Mm -hmm. Ah. Yep. I still can't... I, like, I, just find, I do find it odd seeing her now and then watching her and Adam, Adam's family and going, that's not the same person. Like, no way. Mm -hmm. And even in Witches, yes. I look and go... 
It's not the same person. It's not. She looks totally different. It's only hair that's the same. Yeah. She looks totally different. She's still great. She's yeah. always good. She's always good in any ways. I'm life listening to life life life. Life. Yeah. She's done something a couple. She's of like the real boss mm-hmm. of uh, Team Season. Yes. <laughs> that's what they say, isn't it? Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah. Well, my issue ninety nines and my issue one hundred and ones outnumbered my one hundreds. Okay. <laughs> right. So nice. I thought I would have some, but in the end, I, I couldn't find any. When you search through all my comics, you took up a journey into mystery. Uh, it's very to, tempting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I did because I thought, yeah, I've 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 one but I don't have that many. I'll be quick as Actually, and the ones I have are in, in compilation, so... Actually, to throw a spanner in the works a little bit here, lads, I keep forgetting every time. I, I, I said it the last time. Mm. We've got a big pile of stuff for you to go for. Um, I found some other stuff, so I don't know if you have seen it or not. I can't remember. But dig through, see what you want, if you want any of them. All right, okay. Well, like, this feels like an off-topic moment, so maybe I'll start the process okay, okay, of opening this box. Yeah. Go for it. Go for the off-topic. I took a photo of it and sent it to my dad. Said thanks for the book. And there he go. Fucking hell, how big is that? <laughs> the thing is, the photo you do go, you do go. Oh. And the video even expresses it a bit, but it's not until it's in front of you uh, that you just it can't really be expressed. Right. Next time a deal like that comes up, can we all just agree that we message each other and say that there's a deal like that on the go? Because yeah, yeah, it wasn't until the Tash and Sale was about. This? I would have. Oh. The Tash and Sale. Well, 30 quid? Are you kidding me? Well, I don't. I suppose, yeah. I mean, um, I saw him, but I'm not in that, but I never. I've only found out the Tash and Sale was on two days after, after the first. <laughs> I actually saw it online on, on Twitter or Facebook. Did you? Somebody went, This is on sale right now for 30 pounds, buy it. And I, and I kind of went, yeah, I will. I was, at, I was at work. I was sitting at work, and I went, "Yeah, I will." And I just did, 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 and I wrote thanks to the guy. Yeah. Did it? it was Noah that put me on to it, but oh. it was two days after it had went off. Oh, he like, was, thanks, yeah, he was oh. like, he put it up like, "Oh, everybody was going on about that Tash and Sale and uh, about the the crazy cat book." Um, Oh, but it's so much. It's something totally different all in itself. Once it's in front of you, this is incredible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I went. What the fuck is that? I was looking at it like, God, amazing. And it was like, go on the website. Oh, this sale finished two days ago. Whoa. I was like, oh my God. Whoa. Be impressed by the size of it, Amanda. It's got a handle. Yeah, it's got a handle. That's its own box with a handle. Yeah. I'm trying to keep the box nice as well. Yeah, of course. In fact, I took it out the box. And I've just had it on the table, and I've been reading a couple of pages every day. Mm-hmm. So it's actually come out of the box, Clever. and then the box is not been touched since I put it back in tonight. You know? I've just noticed the spine of the book. Oh yeah, spine of the box. Yeah. This thing is insane. What the fuck? Is it cutting off the blood so circulation? Isn't it? <laughs> I don't have that. A lot. It's like a freaking. Piano. I hope you've been doing your push-ups. Who's wanting it? Have a look. I'll have one. Don't, 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 don't. No, no, no. We'll yeah. count her. Oh, I'll take it, it then. You'll never see it. I'll be sitting with it like, oh, oh. go away. <laughs> so it was, you know, actually, I I bought two books and then my Chris Ware fell through. Oh, yeah, it didn't yeah, work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. 
So I went looking, you know, I was thinking, I'll get someone else, I thought, the book instead, you know. And then that popped up, and I thought, I'll get that. When you said you had got that... Yeah, you thought, bastard. Well, no, what I thought, he's probably, do you know what, he's probably got it because he lost the Chris Ware one, so he's got a bit of yeah, extra money, and he's, he's right. bought it. And I was like, 150 quid? Yeah, maybe, maybe. And then, that's like, just... Did you get it in the sale? Yeah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm going... That was a bargain, wasn't it? It was like that was a bargain. Then you said that's a steal. Like, oh, no. Yeah, that's right. I got it for steal. I was actually standing in the range, going, no, no. I'm like, oh man. It's it's pretty ludicrous price. That's a ludicrous price for that. That's an absolute steal. May I have a look at the box? Yes, of course. I promise I won't break it. Man, this is a work on that of ours. That's just. See, they've started doing Marvel ones now. There's a big Spider-Man volume like this. Yes, I saw uh, you first were, 20 issues or something. Yeah, you yeah, show me. that in, in one of the videos. One of yeah. I've just seen a spot where Crazy Cat refers to himself as he. Yes. Chops and changes. And it changes. Mm. Yeah. That's what I was telling you. Did you watch that video? No, not yet. It's good. Not yet. I've seen some videos on uh, YouTube where they were talking about the different. It might be the same one, but that was a wee while ago. So this guy's, uh, I think he, he's basically an, a, a heroin enthusiast, but he he's really good. He's really good. He's got a lot of info, and he, he talks he talks in depth about like the gender aspects of <laughs> the characters and Crazy Cat and stuff, and how it's it's very fluid and it changes all the time, and you know for a just thing, just things about like how heroin was, you know, light years ahead of doing the strip and stuff like that. Oh, is this like this hundred and fifty page book that's at the start? Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. The preface. Oh, just, yeah, that was hundred and fifty page pages. You know, his his that, to that, the that whole big long one that I got the Baron and Bean or Baron and the Baron Bean or whatever yeah. that, one, that one as well that's exactly the same there's about 40 pages at the start that's like a Herman book but because it's like that it's a strip form so I'm reading it like a, a strip I'm like wow. it's a book um, yeah there must be some. there must be something written somewhere that whenever you produce a book about Herman it has to have like a history at the start before we get into it yeah. never forget them sort of thing I find it so odd that like Cat is written off panel a lot of the time you know he draws that logo every fucking page I know it's not like he's just sticking that on no it's I, I kind of get over that book I'll be honest I was getting a bit emotional looking at it the other day so as Eisner then ended up getting influenced from Herman in that respect we're drawing the spirit every time oh I don't know maybe possibly because I mean the spirit came after this like what yeah. decades after this was it and must have been I mean, it's the way it's, you know, they're, they're, like, they're, they're chilling in the, the letters. Mm -hmm. And that just, that, that screams the spirit, like, climbing oh, yeah. out of the letters or using it as the building or something like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Very possibly was an influence on Eisner. I can't, I can't believe somebody made that, all those comics. I didn't succeed in issue 100s at all because I've read issue 100s but I don't own them. Right. I did at one time but I probably don't, I don't have them anymore. I couldn't find out what the 100th strip of Calvin and Hobbes was. Ah, I tried to but I couldn't figure it out at all. And going through the book you realise that um, they're not 
they are in order, but there's stuff that's happened in between or something like that. Like I was kind of looking, going, "Oh, this isn't uh, this isn't a, an accurate numbering sort of thing." So it was a bit I right. Okay, I think it's because of how they were where where they were printed and how and when and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So it was, I don't know. The dates are in the right order. The stories are in the right order, but they may not have been printed in that respect. So the numbers don't right. technically match up. Oh, well. Yeah, and I tried to ask Alan what his hundredth pinned win was, uh, but he must be busy. He never got back in touch. Okay. Uh, so, what hundreds are you going to talk? I've not got. I've not got any. You've covered your hundreds now. Uh, yeah, that was your efforts. To the one, yeah, the ones that I've read, uh, believe it or not, is The Simpsons. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I may possibly have that in graphic novel form, but do you? I don't know because um, I I had about about eight or nine volumes mm. of the Simpson graphic novels, but they are somewhere in my parents' attic. Yeah. Somewhere. They're good. They're good ones yeah. as well. And you get the Treehouse mm-hmm. of Horror specials and stuff as well. <laughs> uh, the Walking Dead, uh, which I can't even remember what the fucking storyline was, but I do remember acknowledging it. It was like there were zombies coming to get them. Yeah. And uh, they had to... Uh, but, but it wasn't mainly about that. It was, it was about their relationships. And... <laughs> You know, it was the humans that were actually the evil ones. <laughs> was it set in Planet Earth? Ah, oh, that sounds right, right, yeah. It was set in the Sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds yeah. about right. Have you read any? I read it for the first one, the first four. I think that was the hundredth one right enough. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the Beano. Um, well, that, that that's, that's old. That was a fucking ancient one. Yes. I, did, I did read it. I read the cover. Yeah. yeah. What was um, that, 40s? Somewhere. Probably, yeah. No, no wait a minute, no, no, it would be like, yeah, uh, yeah, it was weeks, I'm forgetting yeah. it was weeks. I'm thinking of the Americans, and they're 100 issues being 8 years. <laughs> no, no, 2 years. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Yeah, so like 1940 or something. No, 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 it wasn't though, it was 100th issue was like, yeah, it was the 50s or something like that. Nah, because the Beano started in like 1838, wasn't it? It's in that book. I've got the big, oh, the big Beano yeah. thingy one as well. That was how I was able to recap on it. Dandy was the one that was first in the 30s. Right. But yeah. I don't think the Beano was that far behind. Yeah. No. And the one that I can't remember a thing about, but I saw the cover and went, I've read that. Mm. I, haven't, I can't remember reading a single other issue, but 100% I have read Cerberus. Service. Service. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. I definitely have read issue 100 because I was looking at it going I recognise everything about that mm. couldn't tell you what the story is I can't remember ever reading a Cerebus comic ever but I saw that cover and went I've definitely read that 100% but that was it the, so the only alternative thing that I wanted to mention was that the uh, other comics podcasts that have went past 100 episodes oh yes mm-hmm. So there's the obvious Awesome Comics podcast. Yep. They're up in like the 300 now or something like that. Wow. <clears throat> and I was at the 250th that was down in London live. Just shows you that we could, uh, we've could. got so many other subjects to talk about. Yeah, we do. We very much do. Wasn't it the 200th? You were. Or was it the 250th? 250. Was that the quiz? Eh... Well, maybe it was 200. I think it was 200. Maybe it was 200. Did you not get a wee badge? I did get a badge. It's on the bag. It's on the bag upstairs. Yeah. I thought it was 250. Maybe it was 200. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyway. Whatever it is, it's over 100. It's well over 100. I Fanboy is up at like 800 and something. Comic Books are burning in hell. They've been going since... What number are they on? They've never numb
That I know. So you're mentioning them because they're good. <laughs> but they don't have numbers at the start of the episodes, but they yeah. are well over that amount. They're over like 200 or something like that. Are they? Yeah. Good. yeah. Uh, War Balloon with John Suntress. Mm. Um, he just, fuck, he puts out like six a week. It's unbelievable. Uh, on the YouTube factor, we've got Curtis K. Faber up at like 500 episodes or something now. Uh, which is not what they started what two years ago yeah <laughs> 500 YouTube videos constantly going still going no Van Skyver's up to like it's good stuff eh yeah no Van Skyver's up to like 110 um, <laughs> yours is bigger I'll admit that <laughs> 11 o'clock comics uh, they're on 800 and something as well I think uh, never I anything oh yeah Tony uh, he's over a hundred now. He's over a hundred, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fat Man and Batman, technically. Kevin mm. Smith. I know it's not always exclusively comics, but it's comic themed. Lakes. They did their hundredth episode about three episodes ago. Uh, Ink Studs, although that's now finished. That finished in two thousand nineteen. Comics Alternative, which unfortunately finished because one of them died. Um, I was up at like 300 or something like that as well actually no I'd say 300 I think it was up at like 800 or something like that as well but that was a shame but that was two, I think that was 2019 as well uh, the Earth 2 podcast are very very close behind us that's Pete Watson from mm. uh, Forbidden Planet He, him and his mm-hmm. pal David Steele they run through pre-crisis um, DC books that go into alternative universes and stuff like that and oh. he explores all them but they go through the issue and read it out uh, the only, the last one that I, I mean fuck there's loads of podcasts out there that went over 100 episodes are, are all the ones you're mentioning from the, the UK? no uh, Awesome Comics is from the UK uh, Never Iron Anything is from the UK Earth 2 Podcast and The Lakes the rest are from the US or mm. Canada Um the other one, the last one that I was going to mention was Comic Geek Speak have been going for years, so much so that they are currently on episode 1839. Just give wow. us a couple of months, we'll reach that. Yeah. <laughs> but that was just just worth mentioning that, you know, these are folks that are mm. still channeling up a comics game and but, went well over 100. But it's like these guys, they don't bring food with them, so... No. They're, yeah, I mean, we, we'd be like five times the size if we did as many uh, comics uh, podcasts as they did. did At least I would be. So this was obvious, doesn't really need to explain the 100th episode, what we're going to do. Just let's do issue 100. There you go. End of thought process. How did you come to that topic? Well, it's just, you know, I thought, was the number 100? No, wait a minute. And I thought, I've got, I've got loads. I'm sure I've got loads. Because actually, do you know what? It is an, another thing that I've had this liking for anniversary issues down the years. I'll buy them because it's a issue 100, 200, 300. I, I used to do that a lot. Mm-hmm. So this first one I've got here was uh, one that I enjoyed. Most of these, are, I think, are from the 80s. Yeah, 70s, maybe some of them. The Marvel 2 and 1, 100. The thing, the yeah. thing, and he always he always met up with a different character. It was like it was like the Spider Man team up. Yes, it was the thing teaming up, and then this one it's the final issue. 
The Thing and Ben Grimm. Mm. So he meets Ben Grimm from another alternate reality. And it was like a follow-up from a story they'd done before. Um, but it's enjoyable. It's good. It's John Byrne writing it. So he's just roughing off all the Kirby stuff, as he always does. And uh, who's it? Ron Lim, is it? Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson. Ron Wilson. He, I think he drew a lot of this thing he stuff. He did lots of Marvel in one Ron yeah. Wilson, actually. And The Thing. Well, yep. When they did the Thing collection. And I read a fair bit of this <coughs> story. It was reprinted in sections in Spider-Man Weekly back in the day. So, I'll pass that around, see what you make of that. Double-size issue. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I would have bought that because it was issue 100. And that was, that was my reasoning for a lot of these, purely that. Let's see what they did for the 100th issue. Oh, I should have said when that was from. What was it, 83, something like that? Uh, 1983. Yeah, okay. 1983, yeah. I quite enjoyed rereading that recently. I'll, I'll, I'll admit now, there was a couple in here that I reread and I thought, this really sucks, you know. I mean, <laughs> time, time has not been kind to it. This is, this is sometimes you read things, you know, and you think yeah. this is crap, but I read it back then, mm -hmm. so I still love it. Yeah, some of these that. I was reading going, I don't even like this now, you know, I don't even look back at an awful lot of fun. Right now. Did it meet the fuck off, pal? No, oh, really? No, yet. <clears throat> that's it. No, yeah, so that's the back for it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, just I can live with it. So you can Good. To travel around with it. Next, I have 100th thrill powered issue. Uh, 2008. Oh, look at that. Oh. This is February, 17th of February, 79, 10 pence. I'll tell you, do you know what? You look back on this and it's amazing. I mean, it is some lineup. At the time, it was great, but looking back, you know? Just who's on it. So it's on the cover, it's got Sam Slade, Robo Hunter, drawn by Ian Gibson. Robusters by Pat Mills, Dave Gibbons. Oh! Amazing. And I was rereading this. Oh, I sent you guys a photo. It was on the bus rereading this, going, this is mm -hmm. great. What a comic to be getting. And I think it's McMahon on, on Judge Dredd. Yeah, man, George Dredd. Do you still have the giant poster? Well, it's giant because it's in sections. So this ah. is sort of, you get a bit every week. Ah, oh, it's one of them. And they've given it to the, they've given the, it used to be the colour cover in the, in the colour middle, mm. and everything else is black and white, and they've given the colour middle to the, the that quarter of the, of the poster. So you'd cut it and stick it on the wall. Is it actually in the middle middle? Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah. Nothing worse than doing something like that and then splitting it across two pages where you've got to cut the fucking out, you know what I mean? That would be murder. There's a nice Superman Weetabix adder here. Oh. Collect the Superman cards and Weetabix. Speaking of Superman, this advert you've got on here, the first page. I've yeah. got that toy. Superpowers. Oh, you got that Superman? Yeah. I got it from Lockheed back in the 80s. <laughs> nice. And out there I've got the, the penguin as well. There was a Riddler, but it might, it might have been a later series. 
Cool. Robo Hunter, written by, well, no, I should say, the script robot is T.B. Grover. That's Alan Grant and John Wagner. Mm. Ian Gibson. I'll, do you know what the characters in this? I was just thinking that. They're all, to me, they're like top class characters. Sam Slade, Robo Hunter, love it. Judge Dredd, brilliant. Rogue Busters. And Dan Dare, Dan Dare's still in it. All the characters in this are like absolute classics. What was the last? Yeah, Dan Dare, Dave Gibbons as well. Tom Tully, he's a guy that always writes comics back in these days. British guy. Yeah, so there you go, that's... And this is so cheap and nasty, you know. <laughs> the old progs, but they're great. I still think this is what a 2008 is like, yep. this old paper. I've got a couple of them upstairs. Yeah. Because I didn't, obviously, I didn't get them at the time. No, they've changed it in the late 80s mm -hmm. to the other format. Cool. Thanks, man. I like the, I like the look of the Robo Hunter on the front from when you sent the photo. Yeah. Well, here's Archie Madhouse Comics 100. <laughs> this is great as well. I, lo I love the Archie Comics. Well, we're saying on the WhatsApp. Yep. I got, I got found Archie Comics in the mid 80s when we went to Canada on holiday. And they were just everywhere. They were in all the shops, you know, as you were going up to the. The cash registers, it was just loads of Archie comics. It's very similar to what I saw in the Emirates, believe it or not. Yeah. So, and I just really took to them. I thought this artwork's great, you know. Dan DiCarlo and all that. I know they take them for granted in America, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, never, to me, they'd never heard of them when, when I first saw them. I can't remember the art of Archie and was the cartoons. Hmm. Oh. Cartoons, the cartoons really they had Archie and Betty and Veronica and yes okay I don't that's, remember seeing them I remember seeing them in Spain yeah, yeah. Mm. did they come here? no you've to you've to really hunt to get your yeah, hands on Archie cartoons here and TV cartoons yeah, I, remember, I remember that I think there was a very early series <clears> and then the one that came in Britain was in the 2000s and it wasn't the original mm. series that would have been shown here right but I never really watched it very much. No. I, I can't remember what channel it was. I don't think it was a channel that's still ongoing. Well, okay. Because, do you remember, remember the tick was repeated on one of the cartoon channels. The tick? Fox. Yeah. No, before that. I think it was before that. tick on regular telly? Because I remember. It was on BBC Two. Yeah, I remember while. people coming up to me and going, <clears throat> oh, have you seen that tick? I was like, what? You've read the tick? I was like, what? No, that's on TV, and I was like, oh, there's a, there's a cartoon of the tick. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it had made it to terrestrial. Yeah, to and then it went to a channel, which I forget the name of, and then it went to Fox right. Kids. And then it was live action, eh? Cheers. Peter Serafinovich. Never watched the live action one. Well, there was, was another one before that. that. Was that? Yeah, there was oh, the guy that... I thought about a goal, was that? <laughs> the guy from... Oh, bollocks, I'm not having a good time with this at all. I can't remember what he's in. Dementia. Alzheimer's. He voices Joe in, <laughs> he voices Joe in Family Guy. <laughs> and he voiced Buzz Lightyear in, oh, the, in, the, in, the, the, nah. in the TV show. Oh. Hmm. But I couldn't... I, could, but I can't... Bring his... That guy, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it was him. Whoa. But there was one before Peter said... <laughs> 
Minder. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're gonna go to Star Wars Weekly issue one hundred. Mm. Fabulous one hundredth issue. News on the Empire Strikes Back. January the twenty third, nineteen eighty. Was the news? It's coming. And that is it. Yeah, probably is something like that. Yeah. <laughs> This um, this Star Wars Weekly 100, what they've done is they've printed The Long Hunt, which was one of the Star Wars annuals, I think. Yeah, The Long Hunt was, I think it was annual number one. But, oh, but yeah, it can't be all of it. But the print is 17, usually you would get backup strips in the weekly. Warlock and all that, Micronauts, all those things. But for the 100th issue, it's, all, it's 17 pages of a Star Wars story. And uh, and then in the middle they've got this recap of the previous hundred issues and what the stories were, and then this the gif, I think I had this on my wall maybe when I was a kid. Um, so they were a wee competition. Have a wee look, see what you think. Star Wars Weekly, nineteen eighty. Wow. Yeah. I got a surprise when I saw Superman in an advert oh, in two thousand eighty. Did you get a surprise? Yeah. Because you were reading someone when I mentioned it to everybody no, five minutes ago. Even though it was a Weetabix one. Yeah, I was uh, I was in depth at your uh, Kirby Penguin. Yeah, there. yeah. Did you like the look of that? Yeah, it was interesting. Even though it was just the cover and then the second picture, yeah. it would have been fascinating to see what an actual Kirby... Uh, an yeah. actual Kirby Batman comic would have looked like. Yeah. Well, the one on the cover's pretty cool. <laughs> this Star Wars Weekly has a proper... Smell. Propolis smell. A Marvel UK 1980s smell. Yep. You got it. Okay, guys, here we go. What next? The Defenders. Issue 100. The Defenders. J.M. Demetheus. Coming at you. Cleopatra. Thanks. You better come in at you. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Don Perlin and Joe Sinnott drawing this. What is this? I hate to say it, but I was rereading this and I couldn't really be bothered sticking with it. And it's, you know, it was, it was enjoyable enough, but I thought, oh, no, I didn't need to read this. Fingers, again, you know. Always came with, at that time, with very odd. And stories and villains. Yes, and yes, that's true. <coughs> it was, a it was very to be a main, mainstream comic mm. by Mara, but it was really odd. I guess many things mixing it up. Yeah, he like, he puts weird stuff in there. Yeah, and then also say a brew time. Scotland forever. <laughs> It says on it, scan your can. <laughs> scan your can. That's DOS. DOS, oh my goodness. DOS. Is that still said? Well, it's DOS. got different meanings apparently. I mean, we Is always it? said brilliant. As, uh, DOS means brilliant. That's yeah, really good. Yeah, Miller taught me that <laughs> years ago. He went, that's DOS. And I went, what? <laughs> this is uh, not a, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, DOS, it means it's great. 
But we were saying that since we were kids. Really? Like, early 80s. Hmm. No, I never heard of that one. Right, we'll keep him coming. Here's a, here's a goodie. Oh, there he is. There's the man. There's the man. Galactus. Oh, yeah. Yum, yum. And that and that one, <laughs> what was it? The, the timeline's <coughs> different, so mm-hmm. so we don't manage to. Yeah, he, they don't stop Galactus, and he eats the planet, and then we're in the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. Here's Star Blazer, oh, DC Thompson's wow. classic. Love these. Issue one hundred, Pirates of the Ether Sea. Ether Sea. Love it. Nice artwork in this man. It's not credited, but you might recognise it. You know they had a lot of the European artists in there. Eighteen pence bargain. Wow. Starblazer man. Every so often I think it'd be nice to have every single Starblazer, eh? And there's like hundred and eighty. And I just I still look and go I've got maybe about thirty of them. Mm-hmm. I go, hmm. Do you need, do you not always come back to do I need them? I don't need them. And especially, you know, even reading them is painful. Yeah. Maybe you said, yeah. But I, I love them, but yeah. I think I'll stick with what I've got. Yeah. They're beautiful. I could just, but I don't need the completest. I'm getting the E order or whatever. Okay, here's a good one Justice League America 100 DC. This is quite old, this is early 70s. And I didn't have this at the time, I bought this later on. Did you? Oh, uh, I think this was like 10 quid or something. No, but this just is like 100. I felt like buying myself a more, slightly more expensive comic, you know? Mm-hmm. I must have been in a comic shop somewhere. Or whatever. In a stupor. So here's The Unknown Soldier of Victory. By Len Wein, Dick Dillon, August 1972, and it's it's one of these Justice Society, Justice League crossovers. (coughs) Did you say Dick Dillon? Dick Dillon. Yeah. Dick Dillon, he did a lot of these. (coughs) Lots of that. Dick Dillon was one of the classic artists, Mm -hmm. just as a... So, I don't know, if I'm honest, it's not a work of art, it's not really even great, but it's Justice League America 100, it's interesting, it's nice, it's good. I wouldn't I wouldn't have killed anybody to own it. I'm being honest, it's not, I'm glad I've got it. <laughs> but it didn't It doesn't look up to it these days. Do you know, it's one that I've bought because it's Justice League 100. And then reading it, it's like, no, it's, it's not mm. great. You know, it's not. Robert's you think they yeah. would do something bigger for a hundred issues, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, they've done the crossover with just a society, but they do every so fucking yeah, same week. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the book. Well, 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 but at that time, that thing was a was a big thing. Yeah, at that time. Listen to Pete's Earth 2 podcast. The crossover a fuck ton more than you would think. Well, they used the society and just as late. Mm-hmm. It became an animal thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, that's not 
special if you're doing it every bloody year. Well, when it starts and, and they all come in and they go, you think about Batman went, oh, it's you lot again. I mean, yeah. I set the tone, you know. Oh, it's the Justice Society. Who's it? This couple of us now. Yeah, so, you know. Nothing. Is it a different Justice Society, though? It's not, you know, Alan Scott and Our Man and all that jazz. I don't know who you think the regular Justice Society is. Or okay. I don't, I don't, what I mean is I'm not an expert on the Justice Society okay. so I don't if they went through like a bunch of different iterations I'd know up on it Dr. Fate Iron Man yeah he's in there Iron Man Dr. Fate, Fate Starman uh, Iron Man Red Tornado Red Tornado really yeah. oh. yeah. ah, that surprised me because I think yeah. I haven't been yeah. in Wild the Justice League Johnny Thunder Our Man Johnny Thunder yeah Johnny Thunder yeah yeah, see, it's been through a lot of different. Uh, but Johnny Thunder had the the genie. Oh yeah. Johnny Thunder had the, yeah. like a what was it? I think I think the genie's in there. I was reading it. Going so no, Jay Garrick. The magic. Ball. No, Alan Scott. It was the ball. It was a ball or something like that. Jay Garrick. No, it doesn't appear in the. No, Alan Scott. No. Alan Scott. No, Atom. I can't remember his name. Oh, Atom was in there. Yeah. Uh, he came jumping at the phone. Well, but like, Atom in the blue suit, not Atom in the, wearing the red and blue the hood, suit. The, the hood and the cape. No, 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 the Spectre? Sorry, even, even this maybe. is 1972, I think a lot of what you're on, but it's not happened yet, or it used to happen, or it's, it's maybe happened, or it was happened It's happened else. before, I think. Yeah, because yeah, this is 1970, sorry, so that's kind of. <laughs> that's yeah, no my Hashtag not my Justice Society. Yeah. <laughs> the Justice Society raped Tom's childhood. <laughs> that's, been, that's got a lot of uh, intrigue going for it, that one. Starman, I can, I can agree with. Alright, what about Banana Man? Can you hey. Banana Man? Oh, yeah. The Nutty. 100. Oh, gee, Banana Man as well. Yeah, man, he's got his red gloves on. There's mm-hmm. none of this new bullshit. They've tidied them all up. Oh, his red gloves don't match. Well, so fuck, he's banana man. <laughs> I mean, what, he's got them all yellow gloves? Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it matches better. The design. Yellow and blue. The design. Oh, fuck the design. Fuck, fuck the design. The I did see banana man and he's not got red gloves on. It just irritates me. I'm like, well, they've tidied that up then. His horns aren't as prominent usually as well. So that I read Nutty when it started, which was a good, well, it would have been like two years before, which is not that much really, but for me at the time, I, that, that was me going from being like seven to nine or eight to ten or something. So this seemed like an eternity later. Oh, look, Nutty, still doing Nutty. 100. Oh, I'll get 100. Nutty 100. So, I mean, it, it was a good idea of Banana Man on the front. Always a winner. I'm liking this. I'm liking that they're, they're just in like some random part of non-space. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer's got smoking eyes and everything. It's probably a lot of shit when you read it, like the actual story. But Tom, I great. think you would like some of the defenders of Tornado Die. Yeah, they're absolutely wacky. They're just mental. You can't read it seriously in any way, but they are mental. I mean, this guy's Etrigan. He's not, but he's Etrigan. <laughs> Damon Hellstorm. Yeah, Hellstrom. Hellstrom, sorry. 
Well, I don't know Damon Hill. So no Satan. There's uh oh right okay. Is that the the Marvel comic you're looking at? Because mm. there's uh, an equivalent of Etrigan, except he's an elderly demon. Is that him? But again, I've forgotten his name. He looks like it. Uh, where is he? He's, he's in Defenders a lot, that big. Yeah, his name, he's in... Demon. Possibly, yeah. The Gargoyle. The Gargoyle? Yeah. Is that what you call Gargoyle. Yeah. Sorry, David. I'll get his name from the... Sorry, buddy. From the DK... Fucking dropping it now, man. Encyclopedia. Because <laughs> it actually makes him look like a pensioner in the, in the, uh, in the picture next to his paragraph. Yeah, because it's an older guy. Yeah. yeah. He was an older guy. The gargoyle. Yeah, the gargoyle, the, the demon the itself. Demon, yeah, it's like the mm-hmm. son of Satan. <coughs> right, here's Master of Kung Fu 100. Issue 100. Hey. Great collar. That is good. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Lovely. Lovely. You must have that. I think I do, actually. Yeah, upstairs. Well, that's yeah. one of the bands. I've got a 100. It's upstairs. Oh, too fucking late. Because <laughs> I had it. <laughs> When I got the omnibus, that was included, and that was one of the bands I gave you. Alright, stop and re-edit. I didn't bring that, and then Thomas said, Tom, you got this one. Yeah, you? lovely. Oh, Master of Kung Fu. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Oh, you got that. Did you not get that when the Yeah, Master. Yeah. Never read it, though. Ah, oh, come on. Don't chuck that up. Not yet, not yet. Gene Day. Yeah, Gene Day was good, eh? Gene Day, Mike's Egg, and Duck Munch. What is the new one? Fantastic. I do have that upstairs, you're right, but I haven't, I haven't read it yet. Yeah. I've only read the first one that you gave me, I've read the rest. Why don't you? Yeah. Oh, you forgot you had it. Does GLI uh, get up to 100? How do they shy about it? Do they get up to like 60 or something? No, well, no, that ran until 100. And I, and I had that 100. I bought that 100. That met, that met the fuck off quite many years ago. I was in a comic shop around about 1996. Now, oh, they're still doing Justice League America, you know, let's see. I, I guess we'd moved on three or four years since yeah. I stopped. So I bought it and I thought, Christ, this is dire. Who was it at that point? Fuck knows. All right. Was it old Dan Jurgens or something? Oh, was it? All right, okay. It was, some, it was somebody and I thought, that this is not for me. And the thing was, it was terrible, except they were still trying to be like it was what the way it was so it was going along this story I didn't care about and to me it was rubbish and then they had a wee jokey moment with Booster and uh, Blue Beetle they had like a wee panel where they did a wee joke to each other I thought well it's like they're trying to make it like but no so that that of course the way of the charity shop or whatever of course they're the time ago they're the justice league around the the death time the death time yes the death of Superman. Oh, ninety-three, yeah, is whoa, it? Whoa, hold the phone. Superman dies. That wasn't what I was talking about. <laughs> Somebody says to me years ago, "You, you like comics? What's all this death of Superman about?" Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't read that. <laughs> that was the end of that conversation. <laughs> wow. I bought the graphic novel at the time because I genuinely thought it was the death of Superman. <laughs> There's a comic in that. <laughs> major, major money involved there. But, but I'm happy he's not dead. And he made his comeback and he made a story out of it. Here we have Dark Horse Presents issue 100. 
Oh, ah. senor. Oh, okay. No, 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 it's okay, it's okay. It's all right, no, no. It's the same one. Oh, different cover. But nice. They have different, I think they have ah. four or five covers. Yes, it's, it's Dark, Dark Horse presents 100, 1 of 5. 5 of so 5. They've done there a were, 5 number There 100s. were 5 100s. No. Okay, this is good. This is a. There were 5 100s when you brought that up. That's a good trick, isn't it? When you get down 100 issues, do 5 issue 100s. Um, mine is 5 of 5, and I bought this one in particular because it had and the Monkey t- Man and t- O'Brien. Ah, yeah. one one of the stories. Very difficult to find. Uh, one of the Monkey Man O'Brien stories in black and white. Excellent. And he also had a story by Mario Hernandez. Bros. <coughs> nice. Yeah. Which is unusual, you know. Los Malcriados. Mm. Kind of a. Sort of monsters, Adam's family, strange, deformed people. Very it's quite interesting, very, very peculiar. Very interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so the five issues, they're not just variant covers, they, they all have different comics inside. Because mines are all different as well. Yeah, because they did that, so they did the 105 of them. Yeah. Different covers, different contents. Mm-hmm. Well, this one's got Frank Miller, Harvey Pigar, Joe Sacco, Rene French, John Lewis, Evan Dorkin, Dave Stevens. There's Evan Dorkin in that one as well. Well, so it's So it's different stories. Yes. So they did one hundred. Yeah, the one hundred they did one of five, two of five, three of five. So the five different ones. Five different covers, five different content. I'm not even making this. So they did the 100 no, again for the for the sake of no. Tom and uh, his brain that he's left somewhere oh, outside <laughs> in the park when he was walking the dog this morning. 100 of that was presents. <laughs> they published five of them yeah. with different covers oh, yeah. and different content. Listen, your mind can drift sometimes. I know all about that. I'm sitting going, yeah, Mario, yeah, yeah, great. Is that it's just thing? odd <laughs> to make a point of going, yeah, so there weren't different, just different covers, there was all different comics inside as well. And then a minute later, you go, oh, so, it's like delayed reaction. That's happened to me a couple of days yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah. That's normal for me. Yeah. I know. Here's a, here's a belter. The Transformers, issue 100. Wow. Whoa. Alan Davis, wrapper on cover. And it's signed by... Signed by Simon Furman and Alan Davis. Wow. Ah, I met Simon. One of the nicest people I ever met in comics. And I wish I'd known it was him at the time. It's only after I got his autograph and checked out that I actually had so much of his uh, so much of his comics. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was uh, the Starscream story, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. Why am I looking at a comic I've got? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, let me look at this book that I've already got upstairs. Do you know what? This was definitely somewhat of a nutty. I, I had bought the Transformers when it started, and that kept going. And then I, I was seeing 100 was coming up soon. And you went, oh, I'll So that. when I saw it, I thought, that's a great Alan Davis cover. Because by this point, he, 87, he he was making his mark in the US by then. Yeah, because he was doing like Batman and the And he'd come back and done Detective this Comics Marvel UK. Like is that the time he came back to do that Marvel UK? 
Fucking. <laughs> 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 Couldn't even finish it. Good. That's a <laughs> good That is a classic, isn't it? Mm. I was so glad to get him to sign it. Fuck as well. <sighs> I was reading lately he did it because uh, his son at the time apparently said to him he was never impressed at any of his comics, Alan Davis. He said, but you didn't draw Transformers. He kind of drove Transformers. Mm. So he was on the phone in Marvel UK. You want me to do a, Transformers. a cover for you? Yeah. <laughs> and so it was the issue 100 wrapped around. And then he turned to his boy and went, HA! <laughs> Threw him. Right there. <laughs> no, get to your room. How about you recognise the guys? I recognise some of them. I always write this on the back, signed by so and so, and then when yeah. they did it. Lisa Beak. So I can keep track of it. Little Jack. Otherwise, That's good. What, I, what, I, I would have forgotten by now. Signed by Alan Davis, Dundee Comics Day 2010. Do you think there's somebody out there? Great idea. Yeah, thanks. Do you think there's somebody out there exclusively only likes Mario and doesn't like the other two? Ah, me. I hate those other two fuckers. Hmm. Nice. Mario's cool. There you go. Those other two, then. <laughs> you can't do it. Don't do it! Not even as a joke. Why not? I don't even know who the other two are. I don't even know what you're talking about. George Cole, mind that. <laughs> <laughs> Banana Sundays. Banana Sundays. Banana Splits. Vancouver. <laughs> All comes back to comics, eh? Yeah, it does. Mario. Yeah, because uh, George Cole starred with Dennis Waterman, yes. who was drawn on a tribute page uh, poster by Bruce Timm of Dracula 1972, oh. starring Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee, and yeah. Bruce Timm did his fair share of comics in Among His Animation. Yes. You're right, it all goes back to comics. You're right, everything does. Of course it does. And uh, the listeners can't hear, I'm shaking my fist in defiance against everyone who never believed me. Everybody believed you all the time. The classic Iron Man 100 cover by Jim Starlin. There he is, breaking that Iron Bar. Iron Brew. Made in Scotland for (laughs) this gather. That's a great cover, is it? I'm sure this was used on adverts for things. (laughs) Maybe in the UK, maybe... Anyway, great. Inside it, I think it's George Tusker, the regular. I mean, he's pretty good, though. He's pretty good. I like him. Sloppy, innit? Sloppy. Sloppy artwork. Looks like he's just buying it on. I like that kind of look, though. You either like it or you don't, Wally. Mm -hmm. You can go like, oh, but look at the anatomy. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, it's all wrong. I so fucking like it. He's not so. measured the calf properly in relation to the fucking knee. Oh, that's a shame. Better throw it in the bin, Annie. No. <laughs> that whole, that whole <laughs> seven <laughs> head heights thing. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's a rule, isn't it? It's, doesn't have nothing. Yeah, it's because you've got, well, artists are wanting to draw things properly, yeah. I like I like uh, I like storytelling artists, you know. Forget about drawing. John Kirby. Forget about drawing things properly, just draw them. Yeah, man. Yeah, just ask I had. That's what. That's my excuse for the state of all my <laughs> Just ask I was a bit, a bit like Don Hick, 
Or he was inspired by Don Heck in a way. <laughs> ah, Don Heck, yeah. Well, he's, he's there's a he's the Iron style. Man guy, eh? Yeah, so he, he, George Tusker here has. Yeah. It looks Very quite a lot of Don Heck style. Absolutely. I love the look of Evan Dorkin's stuff, but. Yeah. It's just it's way too wordy. Yeah. I think he did a bit of those geeks in that comic show. Dork, uh, that, that was good, but it was kind of dorky. It was uh, something club. It was something. Eltingville Club. Yes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was. That was a lot. I liked it, but it was. It's a lot to get through. Yeah. But because they're all ranting at each other. Yes. So you're getting full rants that you've got to work your way through, and you're like. Yeah. Oh. Oh, but so and so, so and so, and back to the future, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 it's nothing to do with that. It's such and such, such and such, and blah, blah, blah. And he directed this, blah, blah, blah. And you're going, fucking hell. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. This is one page, it's taking me half a night to yeah. get through. I mean, that's um, how many more do you have there in that bag? Do you want me to give you the number? Or yeah. do you want me to? How many more? So one, stop. one two, three, four. Five more, Nando. Five more. I started on this when I said it a month and a half ago. I just started thinking every time I went to my room, I was thinking, oh, Transformers 100, yeah. And I went and got it. And I've been building the pile up for oh the class. What is that? I was like, oh, Defenders. Yes. Dark Horse. Madhouse. Jeff Smith is way too recognisable. I got to the end there and was like, that's Jeff Smith. That's 100% Jeff Smith. That's got to be Jeff Smith. Jeff Smith, yes! Well done. <laughs> Paul Pope and Jeff Smith. But still, I was able to pick the yeah. Jeff Smith out. But here's DC's show, Showcase 100. Have you seen that yet? Uh, yeah. 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 Which was... Uh, <laughs> uh, which was this? May 1978. Showcase was like... Oh, when I was born. Great, great 5th year. of May 1978. Great month and year for mankind. Of course. So DC showcase that this you, every issue had different characters in it, and so for the one hundredth they put all the characters in the one story and mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And this is um, so just a sign on that. It's uh, Paul Cooperberg and Paul Levitt's writers, Joe Staten artwork. So they are. See what you make of that. When I was a kid, I got the Hulk annual nineteen eighty. And the, the British one, and the thing about them was they, they had wee articles and stuff, so it told mm-hmm. you about the American Hulk comics in it. And it says, the Hulk comic ran issue one to six, and then they stopped it, and then he was guest starring on other things, and then it took over Tales to Astonish. Was it Tales to Astonish? I think it was. Mm-hmm. And from issue 102 or something, it was, it was uh, now the Hulk 102. And I always remember it said, so if anybody offers you a copy of the Incredible Hulk issues... Between seven and hundred and one, it's a fake. <laughs> and so there was never a Hulk one hundred. That was always the famous thing. But then of course the stopped everyone, didn't they? And the rebooted everything at number one again. So by the time we got to it's uh, uh, two thousand and whatever, two thousand and three maybe. I'm putting my sticky cell tape on here, making I'll carefully peel this off. Is that part of Planet Hulk? Planet Hulk, yeah. You see, I have that one. 2003, maybe. But I didn't bring it because 
it's kind of, of yes and it's no. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a number of hundred, but mm. it's not really. My boy. So I, I left it. I left it in the shop with a yes but no. Well, I, I used useless. It. I brought it because I liked the story of it. I like the story. I, no, I like to bring it in the the whole. There was there is no the whole thing. Mm. Yes, I, I, I thought I'll say all that and then I'll. Well, demonstrate your knowledge. I, I thought I'll, I'll, demonstrate, I'll demonstrate my knowledge. I'll do all this and then I'll so dish up a pile of push. Um, yeah. So that's the Hulk issue. <laughs> um, and there it is. And, and you've got it. Yeah, I got that one. You yeah. saw it. You and did I, it. I didn't bring it because. For very good reasons. That it wasn't. I thought, it not really. No, it would, it would have been up on uh, 500 and some or other. Yeah, but then yeah. the original numbers weren't right because no. it started at 101, two, go incredible hole, 300, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Okay, we'll go this way. Do you actually like Planet Hulk and World War Hulk and right. all that shit? Planet Hulk, I give right. it, I give it, it's all right. It's all right, yeah. Remember, we were right. talking about World War Hulk was a bit. At the time, they just had Bruce Jones run on the Hulk, and his big thing that everybody was saying was great at the time was Banner going around, never turning into the Hulk, and everybody mm. was chasing him, and it was like ooh, yeah, and it was like it was fucking boring though. I mean, two years into it, it was like, what about if he turns into the Hulk and wrecks a bus? That would be good. Yeah, that's that's the thing. And then and so they went from that to he was on another planet now fighting with aliens. <laughs> so at the time it was like, yes, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> <Love> that. <laughs> it was critically oh, yeah, acclaimed, you know, because it, it was dark and he was yeah. in a raincoat yeah. and he was miserable and it was yeah. oh, it it reminded me a bit of the TV series. It was like the TV show. Abbey. Yes. Yes. And even the TV series had that dramatic story. It wasn't as good as the TV series. No. No, that's, that's, that doesn't need saying, but I'd, I'd have to say it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So there's some good reprints in there as well. Carlo Pagbagulayan. There you go. That's the guy. Dick, they suck. They suck. Oh, oh my gosh. This is awful. Just say what you think. Here's this Eagle. Is like, this is like 90. Eagle 100, my goodness. Thank you for the cor- correction, the pronunciation, but. Carlo Pagbagulayan. They blow. They blow Ooh. chunks. This is like image shit. Oh no, it can't be that bad. It is. Eagle is 100 with Dan Dare again. Hey. Where are we? 1984. Tell me that doesn't look like an image page. It's all that computer colouring, isn't it? Yeah, it's just. It's, it's the. It's the Manics. long, thin feet in it. Meow, meow. I like It's no for me. It's not for me. It's no for me. Eagle 100. Yeah, Eagle 100. That's for me. Showcase 100, give me that in my eyeballs. Give you that in your eyeballs. Sweet, the sweet, sweet smell of DC Showcase. Sweet as a nut. Marvel Age, Marvel Age, oh my goodness. Yeah, Marvel Age magazine, this is what they used to bring out to publicise all their comics. Only because you don't have all the information, the computer just analysed the immediate cause of our time problem. The Earth is being dragged out of its orbit. A stasis field? That's it! Right, first one to finish with whatever can I get to the next comment. Ah. And 
Racing into the lead, yeah. Nando Pons. Marvel <laughs> Age 100, yes. Nando. They've actually got quite a good bit in the middle where they've got a list of, of, of the Marvel issue 100s down the years in the Fred Hembeck comic. So it was quite valid for what we're talking about. X-Men 100, yeah, I've not got that. Well, you've got it in there. In there. Well. In there. Yeah, there's that, see that list of issue 100s and when they came out. It's pretty good. I hear the spectre, isn't it, this? God. This is the Phantom Stranger. So I brought that. I brought that. I brought that. We've brought practically all of them. Mm. You and me. Yeah. At least. Yeah. Cool. Star Wars 100. I didn't bring that, I brought the weekly instead. I have to stop somewhere. You've got a, you've got a cut off at some point. Right. I find it a bit bewildering at this uh, Planet Hulk where the Hulk is in a court case. Yes. That's a recon from the 70s, that one. Was mm. that in the back of it? Yeah. Is that why it's so thick? Nice. Bit of history. Okay, here we go. Doctor Who. Issue bom, 100. Bom, 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 1985, bom, 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 bom. is that? I think so. <laughs> May 1985. Colin Baker on the front. And Perry. Perry. <laughs> She's my favourite assistant. Can see what? Oh. This has got a, this is mostly like a magazine, but they always had the comic, and it's got yeah, John John Ridgeway drawing uh, the comic, the Frobish of the Penguin in it. So there we go, one hundred issue. Thanks, Randall. You've got stuck in my head now. <laughs> you don't have to put effort into putting them back in the bags if you don't want to. If you'd rather play it safe and not. Struggle past the cell tape. It's okay. Well, you like the challenge. I like the challenge. Yeah. Okay, my last one isn't a comic again. The comic it's again. It's the comics journal 100, which oh, was a big chunky volume. Wow, the look at that! It's, full, it's got it's got all these interviews in it. That's a that's a cover by those two pricks that you hate. Is it? Well, those Samantha, <laughs> brothers. Yeah. 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 No, no, I thought you were on about. Uh, uh, no, no, you can't take no. it back now. No, 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 no. I was no. under the impression it was Mario, that plumber. No, <laughs> oh, really? no, really? No, 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 no. I love Mario. We just got done talking about Street Fighter or whatever it is. Wow. Oh, by the way, one oh. day. Talk about delayed reactions. So I have X Men Y100. Chris Clermont, mm-hmm. Dave Cockrum. Classic. And in the cover you have... What was this book? A, collect, a, a collected edition of titles? Or? Yeah, of the... Oh, it's, it's like... The, the Uncanny the, X-Men, oh. yeah. Well, that's the Spanish edition. Wow, okay. Um, it's good, eh? Yes, it's a nice edition, actually. And very reasonable. Mm. Wow. That's 
Oh, that's good. And I pay less than that actually. <laughs> when I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that one, it has the classic X Men <laughs> facing the new X Men, the yeah. uncanny X Men, and the Professor X in the middle. Yeah. Obviously, the cover is a trick, you know. Inside, yeah, they are facing each other. Mm-hmm. And then during the fight, we find out that the so called classic X Men were actually are robots. Uh, that Bolivar Trask has spoiler, created. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. But it's Dave Cockrum. I mean, I always liked Dave Cockrum's style. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. I really like that. The range used to sell that as like a big massive print thing. Like one of the... Yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a classic. It's a, one of yeah. those classic covers. I always liked that. It's always been there. Yeah. Okay. I've not read much of the X-Men, but I always liked their designs and the look of them. And the X-Men was great back in the day. I still, I still haven't read enough. I mean, that sort of era to me is... Well, yeah, it was I still read it. I mean, I know it's more it's more for younger kids, etc. I love it. I just go back and read that. I enjoy it. It's just popcorn. Mm-hmm. And then Chris Claremont, he became the master of the kind of melodrama. It's a soap opera, you know. He had always a nice balance of internal drama and... Love Triangle and so many things going on there. It was, nice it was paper good. in this book. Yes, I it's like not, that it's because it's not, it's not too glossy. It's, it's just uh-huh. the nice, the right, yeah, the right nice. texture. Yeah. That's one thing I would say. Panini in Spain, they do the omnibus. Mm. And in my opinion, they do them better. Yes. Because That's of the easy. paper they use for it. And how the color comes out. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good. In my opinion, it, it comes closer to what the original was mm-hmm. when it's printed. So yeah, this is the this is the oldest new X Men issue I've got, starting from here, maybe six. That's like, that's good. Though. I don't have them all after that, but that's the that's one. Good. That's an early one. That's good. So I found another one hundred in my collection. That's good. That's good. Conan the Barbarian by Marvel. Oh! Number 100. The Devil Has Many Legs. It's a Marvel. Yeah. And that is Roy Thomas and John Buscema and Ernie Chan. And we see Conan, who still remembers Bailey, his beloved Bailey. And he gets trapped by this tribe and gets prisoner and they want to fit him to the the giant spider so it's a proper conan adventure but this is a reprint when dark horse had the rights Mm. recolored and recolored as well yes yes. i'm not a fan but i got these books really really cheap so okay you kind of I tried to pass. I enjoyed the stories. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like. I haven't read a lot of Conan over the years. I have. No, I really, really like it. I that Savage Sword of Conan magazine was always going around, but it was too expensive. It was one of those things that looked like, oh, that's for more grown up people. That yeah. Comic you always try to aim at an older audience. Yeah. By the time, I don't know, Conan sort of died off in the 80s, did it? By the late 80s, it was sort of... Whereas in Spain, right. in the 80s, it was at its highest. Right. And yeah. it kept going. And 
and the matter of the fact that he, he also really really well in Spain mm. even the re-editions and they did it and reprinted many times and yeah he's always been very successful but Conan the, the Destroyer movie annual I heard I think that's about the only thing I heard about that and I liked it a lot is that late 80s? that's mid 80s it's mid 84 or 85 something like that I can't remember when they were out I got here a reprint of Amazing Spider-Man number 100. Stan Lee and John Romita Jr. Uh, no, actually, I was going to think of Romita Jr. John Romita Jr. That's, that's the cover, but it's actually Gil Kane. Gil Kane. What I mean. Doing the art inside. And this is the issue where Spider-Man gets six arms. You know, Ooh. all the different arms coming out at the end. Uh, or the four arms, or no, six arms. Yeah, six hours. And in the story, he has nightmares, uh, and in the nightmares he's facing, his different villains that have appeared, and and all because he wants to stop being a Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and he takes some sort of um, formula, mm-hmm. and he ends up with six arms. And they that's how the episode ends, with the six arms. What? They ended up doing that in the in the nineties show, didn't mm, they? The animated series, yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they had them turning into an actual spider at one point as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Harry and MJ Solomon was like <laughs> screaming. Don't Kane does a good okay. spider man. I like it. And then I have here Marvel team up. Number 100, mm, Spider-Man nice. and Fantastic Four. That nice. And uh, that was a double issue as well. And it's Chris Clarman and Frank Miller doing the art, actually. Yeah. And it's the first appearance of Karma. That she then went into the New Mutants. Okay, Karma. Mental powers that can control minds. So that's when Frank Miller was actually doing stuff that looked nice and not like a big bag of shit. Yeah, it's quite nice actually. Bob Wyasek is the inker, so yeah. it, it, it makes it much softer. But yeah, this time it wasn't as blocky or mm. as, mm-hmm. as something experimented later in his career it's just not and he has a nice backup story as well with a storm and black panther steve can kitchen sink press it's a quite nice mm-hmm. it has a nice yeah. smell as well Newswatch. eclipse pulls out of new age comics And here I have. Oh, this is weird. The 100th issue reprinted of the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And I also brought the 100th issue of the Fantastic Four uh-huh. from Spain. Cuatro mm-hmm. Fantastic, Fantastic which reprints actually the first stories. That Walter Samuelson did in Fantastic Four. 
obviously that was not much because I think that was the first 100 that Fantastic Four had in Spain. So yeah, I got that. I'll pass it this way because uh-huh. Mike is, is looking for oh, it. Yeah. And that's my 100. Oh, somebody shot Storm on the head. No way. Yeah. What? I just... No way. No, but she's not there. Just grace her. Oh, good. That's my next page. You try my patience, little man. My selection of 100. 100s. That was good. Kicking ass. Interesting the John Romita and Silva Sema go on Spidey there. Yes. Interesting mix. I like Sal. Ooh. Ah, it's obviously Sema. Nice. So that's I also thought it was very underrated. Oh, yeah. TV kind of stuff. No. As it was kind of t- telling with the uh, Jim Rook, he's selling his Hulk Grand Design yeah. just now, so he keeps talking about it. But he keeps saying things, and I think you're about you're about five years younger than me or something, Jim Rook, because he keeps like saying things, and I'm like, what? Seven other, six. Yeah, yeah. He says the other day he said, um, you know, I was what I was really surprised reading through them all was Salvasema, how good Salvasema was, you know. I thought, what the fuck? The guy they've got doing Hulk this new storm that Salvasema's fucking great. Right, get him off the book. Get somebody else <laughs> doing it, you know. I, I always thought he was so underrated. And and to me Hulk, because the first Hulk comics I read were Salvasema. Yeah, yeah. If you'd say Hulk comic is 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 Salvasema I see. Yeah. Immediately, it's just. Whereas I think he actually said his first was like Dale Keown, you know, like fifty years later or something. So it's like. It's just no. It's all over. Yeah, it's But to me, uh, you see, yeah. how comics Marvel are just is I see it. Salbusema. Salbusema. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the the Jack one is Steve ones as well. See, all the older ones got reprinted at the same time here. Mm. So it was great. I was getting Sal and the Jack. Whereas at that Steve time, when I when I read it for the first time. The old ones, some of them got printed in black and white, mm-hmm. but years before, yeah. so way before I was even starting collecting or reading comics, and then they really, they never got reprinted till much, much later. Right, yeah. So, yeah, oh. it's kind of my first Hulk was Sal Buscema. Yeah. Uh, the first... Uh, Fantastic Four, the I kind of read continuously was just when John Barnes started. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Man was uh, Bob Layton and yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave Michelini and uh, John Romita Jr. Kind of starting to do work yeah. with Bob Layton there. Yeah. So that kind of my Conan is John Buscema, mm-hmm. Conan. Mm-hmm. Then I managed to get the stuff for Barry Winston Smith. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it's all. My thought is Walter Simonson. So, so who's, drew, who's drawing this? Guy? That's Carlos Pacheco who did it. Oh. To celebrate the Spanish issue at that time. Right. He was at that time probably. If he's, he wasn't working for Marvel UK, he was about to go to mm. work for Marvel UK at that time. Is that right? Because Carlos Pacheco used to do posters and covers for the Spanish comics. Yeah. Wow. 
The work assignments and stuff's gay, is it? Yeah, and you can see the format is bigger than the American yes. comic book. Yes, it is. So, I, so that was the yeah. that was the format they they started to print that in Spain. Mm. And then after that, they okay. got the small use U, USA format again. Yeah, right. Okay. I still have a few of that size, of that format, that slightly bigger format. Mm. Quite like it actually. It's not bad. Seems wider, eh? It's wider and taller. Yeah. It's bigger, it's larger. Yeah. Good. So, is that, oh, there's Death's Head. Yes. Yeah, a lot of the Marvel UK fans love Death's Head. Well, Death's Head they appear first in Transformers. Mm hmm. Then appear in Doctor Who. Yes. Comics. <laughs> yes, I remember Dr. <laughs> Sylvester McCoy. And then appear in different other comics and he, he, that's one of the f first kind of comeback appearances. Mm. He kind of disappeared for a while. So this is pure comics, this? It's like yeah, 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 yeah. Comics. It's not any filler, really. I think there's a couple of pages talking about yeah. a little bit of the... Maybe here's what you missed or something. You know. The history of what you missed and... Yeah. And the backup is stories to finish something that started previously. Mm -hmm. I wanted to. Yes. I've got this. Uh, I've got this design on a pair of uh, pajamas. <laughs> but I've never really wanted to wear it that much in case, like the. You want to keep the, it the picture condition. comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Nice addition. Yeah. One hundred. I thought it's not really one, but it's one hundred in space. I'll bring it as a curiosity. Yeah, it's like I brought Star Wars Weekly one hundred instead of Star Wars one hundred America. Good. Well done. Well done, everybody. Well done, you two. Well, well, well done me for the comic I brought in. Yes, yes, which it's I true. didn't really need to pay for. It's true, mate. Yeah, it's true. My research went deep. <laughs> no, I just spent hours up in the attic looking for. I didn't bring shit. Sanchi, no, omnibus with yeah. the one hundred in because I knew you had the issue. Oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna bring it because Tom has it. And I yeah. started looking at Michelle's matter. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> And then thank goodness you brought it, Dave. Yeah. David to the rescue. I know. Well, I think we're just random, sort of bizarre, and yet totally ordinary and obvious topic, which was do an issue of hundreds. It's, you know, it's kind of so up there. It's went all the way around but and came back, and it's just so normal. It's boring, that <laughs> idea. You know? But I, I don't know where anybody else did it. Let's talk about issue of hundreds, yeah. but at a hundred. Anyway, it seemed obvious, and it was a good wee project for me to keep remembering another one and digging mm -hmm. it up and putting it up on the table. I thought I had Viz number 100. I was sure I had that. Mm. And I went and looked and I didn't. I had Viz issue 200. Now you've got one to look for. Yeah. Gentlemen, thank you very much. See you next time. Good to see you. Good to see you. Take care. Thank you very much, Tom. You're okay. I'll get you to the door. I'll be here if all of you, okay? I'll try. When is the next one?
to get in touch for more links to the podcast, links to buy our comics and more, then go to our link tree at thatcomicsmell.com. And please don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Thank you for listening. music you can hear is by Richter FM and it's the title track from the EP Hibiscus. You can check out Richter FM and this EP on Bandcamp, YouTube, Spotify and Apple Music.